take this one hi guys this is manish you are listening to awkward comfort and this show is all about personal stories of people like you and me and today's guest is one of the sweetest person i know please welcome tales tales kindly introduce yourself to the listeners hello i am tales carter i am a variety streamer on twitch i stream games like minecraft realm royale um slime rancher dead by daylight i had to look at my pc screen to see what games were on here um but i also do some just chatting and i am a moderator for about half of the people that i actually watch on twitch uh and you can find me at twitch.tv forward slash tales carter uh there's no capitals no spaces no extra numbers letters anything like that it's just tails carter it's gonna be same as the title all right so let's just go ahead and start with the very first question what is your favorite fish favorite what favorite fish 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 i don't have a favorite (laughs) you don't like fish a lot of listeners are very mad at I you. I can't eat fish. It, it makes Just, me sick. It does not mean that you cannot like a fish. Okay, well, then my favorite fish would have to be... I don't know. Nemo? Dory? You <laughs> <laughs> like Neo? Pick one, Neo or Dory. What? Pick one of them. You can't have two favorites. Okay then, I'd have to pick Dory. more like Dory. <laughs> okay. So, uh Dory. <laughs> has name Dory. You just add two and you get Dory toes. Yeah. I like Dory. I don't know what kind of fish Dory is. Do we have to figure it out right now or we can do it later? Well, I'm already good. It's the if you fun <laughs> what fact. kind of fish is Dory? Fun fact: If you type in what kind into Google, the second thing that comes up is what kind of fish is Dory. <laughs> I think Google just listens to everybody and already knows what we are gonna search. Like, okay, happens. I don't know how to pronounce. It's actual name, but it is a Pacific Blue Tang fish. Okay. Now this podcast is just an informational podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Actually, I am glad I know this. I never knew Dory was what kind of a fish. I didn't know what kind of fish Dory was. I just always thought that that fish's name was Dory. Okay, so let's just move on to <laughs> your life and not on Dory's life. Uh, no, maybe I want to talk about Dory. All right, she is so underrated. No, let's continue. So, when was the first time you saw Dory? When was the first? Oh, jeez. What year did Finding Nemo come out? So you're gonna Google that too? No. Do you want me like to Google it? Rough, no, no, no. How roughly what age were you when you saw that? Like roughly 
I'd... You're gonna Google roughly what age you were when you were... Yes. You saw okay, that. 2003. I was born in 99. Okay. So I was about anywhere from four to six. And how was the age four to six like when growing up? I don't really remember. I know I live. I know I lived in yeah. Wyoming for a couple of years with my dad, and I love it or loved it. Love it. I miss it. I want to go back. The last time I was there was for my great grandpa's funeral. Uh, open, flat plains. Oh God, I miss it so much. I miss Wyoming. Oh, a very beautiful place. Did you have any best friends you remember from childhood? What was that? Do you have any best friends that you remember from your childhood? Oh, you hit me where it hurts. <laughs> it just shows all about hard hitting questions. Um, my freshman year, uh, I believe it was two. I think it was two thousand fourteen. Mm-hmm. Um, my best friend died. She mm-hmm. had a small hole in her heart that had torn open, and she bled out into her chest. And <clears throat> sorry, hold on, I'm getting teary. And I had known her since I want to say pre-K. I think we went to the same. Preschool together. I'm not a hundred percent sure. We might have met in kinder, but she was my best friend, and she uh, passed away suddenly. So it was a surprise. I'm really sorry for your loss. But as a best friend, like childhood best friends, there might be some moments that you you are gonna remember for life. Can you share some of those? Oh, yes, but it's not a memory of her. It's a memory of my other childhood best friend. Am I allowed to say names on here? You know what? We'll, we'll... You, you can switch out names. It's okay. Okay, I'm going to switch out names. Um, We'll call him Kevin. <laughs> we'll call him Kevin. So how was um, Kevin like growing up <laughs> Kevin's gonna, Kevin is going to know if Kevin ever hears this podcast he's going to know it's about him <laughs> so let's not go ahead go ahead of ourselves i don't think Kevin is going to hear this <laughs> he might he might he has he might. me on some of my social media and i'm going to blast this um Let but this. <laughs> but um how me and Kevin actually became friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so at my elementary school, again, back there, um, we had this giant open field. It was like a half an acre of field that my school was on. It's probably not that big. I'm exaggerating, definitely, but it was large. And every year when it would snow, we as like kindergartners would make it our mission to roll giant ass snowballs that are about three to four feet and then sit on them once they ice over well i had 
I was shorter as a kid. I was really short. I could not do anything that involved height, which involved climbing onto this snowball. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so I had finally gotten on top of the snowball after like 15 minutes of trying. And <laughs> I get called by a parapro, which is one of the teachers who are in bright orange construction vests that stay out on on the playground and everything to make sure like the kids are okay if they need anything they have someone to go to um i got called by a parapro so i hopped off of the snowball i went up and talked to them and i when i came back kevin was sitting on top of it well my ass didn't like that so i walked up behind him and shoved him off as hard (laughs) as i could And we both got detention for it. (laughs) And that's pretty much the story of how (laughs) me and him became best friends. (laughs) I haven't always been this sweet person, you know. What? You sound like you had a lot of fights, like you were involved in a lot of fights growing up. Actually, no. Surprisingly. No. I think the only fight I've ever gotten into, and it wasn't even like a physical fight, it was... Well, it was physical, but it wasn't even a fight. I just kind of winded the person. Um, This person in my high school, so pretty recently, um, he was threatening my best friend he was threatening me spreading lies spreading rumors and it had gotten to the point where the office as in the principal and the vice principal and everything were getting involved because he was saying stuff like oh i was bringing drugs to school or oh i was doing this or this or something and it got the principal involved and so i used to run a club in high school called the Doctor Who Club and I was heading to the classroom where we held it and he came out of that classroom and I went into a blind rage and I kind of uh, socked him in the stomach <laughs> but he was coming at me he had his fist clenched and were ready to, was ready to swing so it wasn't fully unprovoked but it was kind of provo- unprovoked that sounds like a horrible experience. Oh no, high school was horrible for me. High school was horrible for you? I think most people underrate high school. Actually, people overrate high school. There are a lot of people I know who had horrible high school. And I have a lot of people who had amazing high school stories. Well, I had some really, really, really great um, experiences in high school, but I also had a lot. Like, my childhood best friend died. I went through such a deep depression that I had to be sent to a um, mental health clinic. It, it, it's a it's a clinic that you it's kind of like rehab but you send the people there if they're like suicidal or depressed or stuff like that so they can get the help that they need 
okay i i can see that a lot of people are clinically depressed yeah i am Actually, i am so full on clinically depressed yes, what we need more awareness about the situation like it is so common people are so clinically depressed so many people are people are clinically depressed and i am glad you got the help you needed but uh, i i am one of those guys who didn't and had to power through this uh, situation situation like this alone like we need to be more we need to create awareness instead of just talking about it like what do you think would be a good step forward to make to create awareness about clinical depression excuse me so that's actually one of the reasons why i started streaming in the first place um i had some inspiration from my stepsister who was in a very abusive mentally and physically relationship i believe it was physically i'm not 100% sure on that but i know it was mentally abusive and she's okay with me talking about this because she is all about it she talks about it all the time she wants people to come to her if she they're in that situation like that's how i want to be for people and i i have been that for people i have been that person that people can know they can come to for anything whether it be advice whether it be needing some help mentally or physically or something like that like if someone needs help i'm always going to be there and that's why i started my twitch was so that i know i am able to um i am able to help them sorry i got distracted like you said yeah, i you can, if you need to talk to somebody you can always find us and uh you can find tales on taleskarter at twitch.tv/taleskarter i'll write the name down in the title if you need some he's there for you all right tales so we'll move on to some good memories of you let's let's talk about food do you like food oh that's a hard one do you like food food well do you not like food? I I have to like food. If I don't like food, I die. <laughs> See, that was a trick question. Oh, so what is your favorite food? Um, you don't have to like tell. When I say favorite, it does not mean just one. You can have multiple favorites in this. Oh no, um, no, no, no! I have a favorite food. Um, my mom's homemade baked potato soup. Oh. I ask for it every year for my birthday because we get one meal and a hundred bucks to go shopping every year for our birthday. And my meal every single year is my mom's loaded baked potato soup. It is the best. It sounds like there is a lot of love and mem- memories attached to this dish. Let's yes. talk more about this. I would really like to know more about your mom's baked potatoes. Oh, it's a baked potato soup. Soup. Okay. So what is what are the few memories that you have like uh attached to this dish? Like I 
there people usually attach memories to food or colors and more often than not their favorite dish is something that they have a very strong connection to my favorite dish is my mom's uh, chicken curry i have the exact recipe i have she stood right next to me while i making it i was making it i made it one to one and still it did not taste as good as hers it never does um it never does actually when you say any like special memories attached to this dish like the first thing that there's two memories that come to mind the first one is uh last time my mom had made it my birthday is june 15th so i'm right my birthday is like right after high school graduation it's either the day before the day after or the day of graduation and so this year it was the year i'm talking about not this year right now but the year i'm talking about it was the day of graduation and so we went and i went and i saw a couple of my friends graduate hi class of 2019 how are you guys doing i love you uh i was class of 18 but the first memory that comes to mind is me going and seeing one of my friends graduate with my best friend right now and my toxic ex and then the second memory that comes up is my toxic ex hiding a bowl of this soup under the table i don't know why he had it under the table but he did why do you think like do you have a theory why did he hide it under the table? i think he was just scared of my mom he also lost his wallet at my house and it was also under the table so i don't know that sounds he was a really toxic person so who knows why what he does why he does what he does okay <laughs> why would somebody hide would somebody hide Let, let's try to figure it out why would somebody hide a bowl of soup well see under the table? okay so when i say he's afraid of my mom my last ex who came to the house she uh she sat the gun her gun on the counter and took out a bullet from it and wrote that person's name on the bullet so i can understand why he was afraid of my mother everybody is gonna be afraid after that dude no my mother is not afraid to hit or my oh okay i have a story for you child here's another childhood story that i think you'll like Tell me, please tell. Okay, so this was, I believe, second grade. At my, a lot of shit happened in my elementary school. I'm just realizing this. <laughs> <laughs> so second grade year, I was coming from the library to the lunch line with my classroom. I don't know okay. what the fuck was going on with that teacher, but she was having a horrible day, and she hit me on the back hard enough to leave a welt where her hand was and they called my dad 15 minutes before they called my mom my dad had gone in the parking lot and started walking up to the door when my mom showed up and nothing but her nightgown and her gun strapped to her purse 
my mom. <laughs> mom like I'm surprised my mom like did not jump over that table. Yeah, your mom sounds like the top candidate for Power Rangers when it comes to protecting you. Fuck right, like we are her babies, and if you hurt her babies, she will end you. <laughs> but no, like I, that teacher never taught at that school again, to my knowledge, and my mom made her cry. <laughs> so <laughs> that's a childhood story. That's gonna be me in in some years. I'm gonna make my uh, children's teachers cry. Oh no! If I ever have children, I will fight a teacher. Like I will throw hand, physically throw hands with that teacher. I'm not gonna go that far. I, I rip punching bag, so I'm not gonna throw hand. I'm just gonna threaten them. No, I, I might punch a wall or something and break a hole in the wall, but I'm not gonna throw hands at them. Well, if they hurt my kids, I'm gonna fucking hurt them. Oh no, I'm gonna train my kids to hurt them. I'm gonna make a kid be- beat up an adult. Yeah, well, I'd rather hit the adult than my kid hit the adult. <laughs> See, if you hit an adult and if adult files a suit, they can fight it. They cannot fight it against a kid. True. Also, it is much more humiliating. But like, to get I'd like the satisfaction of knocking their ass out. <laughs> that is one thing, but imagine the humiliation the adult will go through if a kid hands them their ass. Oh yeah, fight. no, you're right. You're right. You're right. All right, I didn't think about that one. Like, how proud will you be if your kid just destroys an, a, a full-grown adult? Oh, dude, no, I'd take my kid out for ice cream. Exactly, I, I would fucking treat him to pizza and ice cream, like, for the, for the whole week. I'll take, I'll teach my kid to beat the shit out of a bully. Like, I have no shame about it. You, you fuck with my kid, that's on you, dude. Like, I can't be responsible let's, for what. Let's happened. go back towards the light. We are going towards darkness. Let's just go, just pull ourselves back towards the light. Uh, what, what is one another hobby you have, uh, except for making your kids beat up other kids and adults? And Twitch, what other hobbies do you have? Other hobbies? Yes. Um,. Well, besides Minecraft and Twitch, that's pretty much it. I mean, I am a photographer. Like, I was, um, I worked at a, the local, um, Herald, a newspaper for my town as a freelance mm-hmm. photographer. Okay. And what inspired you towards photograph- photography and who is what or who inspired you basically to go into photography it just like no one really inspired me it just kind of came to me one day and it just happened so you just decided that you wanted to be a photographer and you just started picked up a camera and started becoming great at photography well i mean have you seen my instagram i'm pretty dope at photography if i say myself what is your Instagram? Let the listeners know. Let them see the dope pics. Oh, um, good thing I have it up already. 
It's just like my Twitch name, Tails Carter, but it has the number 12 after it. So, Tails Carter 12. Okay. If anybody who's interested in photography, Tails is a professional photographer. He works for the best newspaper in the world. If you want to learn anything about photography, you can hit him up at Instagram. Just go ahead and check his dope photographs. First of all, I have (laughs) many things to say about that. I never claimed to be the best photographer. (laughs) Second of all, I'm okay (laughs) at photography. It's not the best news or... uh, yeah, newspaper. It's the local newspaper. There is a difference. Local news is the best news. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Fun fact, if you scroll down far enough on my Instagram, you'll find pictures of me and my toxic ex. Uh, we... Uh, mom... Why would you go scroll down that far on Instagram? I mean, I only had to scroll not that very f- or not very far for it. It's like four or five okay. la- layers. Talk about photography. Do you have any uh, moments where you were trying to take a picture of something for your local newspaper, and things got out of hand? Um, no, not really. Everything was pretty smooth sailing what kind of photos do you take for these newspapers well it really just since i was the photographer and not the writer um it really just depended on what the what the writer was asking for so um we did a spring catalog or not catalog but we did a spring um article and so i took a pic or i had god let me see if i can find it it was a picture of me my best one of my best friends um he was walking in the middle of a completely and i'll send you the picture too um he was walking in the middle of a completely fuck completely wooded area and he had his arms out like he was trying to balance and he was walking on a line and it just looked amazing and my photographer loved it and so we chose it (laughs) awesome 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 so let's move on to some hard-hitting questions okay are you ready for those not really but let's do this (laughs) let's do this let's do this okay what is your last act of kindness my last act of kindness Mm-hmm. Fuck. Um, probably helping Bem out with our streams. Well, that's not really an act of kindness, is it? That's like, I'm a moderator, so I kind of gotta do that. Um, I don't know. So, have you ever helped? Any, any animals, any person fed someone, helped someone uh, when they were depressed, listened to somebody's stories when they wanted to share something. No, all the time. Things like that. 
So what was the last thing you did? Something like this. Well, I don't remember the last, last thing, thing I did, did but you mentioned help animals, and uh, it brought me back to my dog Sophia, who is a German Shepherd. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> she, uh, her, and her brother were actually abandoned in a dumpster, and so we took them both in. Okay. Um, her, her, we ended up giving. Her brother to the neighbors, and her brother ended up dying a couple months later. That's sad. That is sad. I currently am uh, sheltering four stray dogs. Oh. All four puppies are asshole for some reason. Like they want food, but they don't want to play. <laughs> I'm okay with this. <laughs> I'm okay with this. But, Me too. And I, it's better that way because they don't cling to me, and they might be able to survive on their own when I start uh, feeding them less and less. They might be able to start hunting for food for themselves. Mm-hmm. Like I live in an area where there is a lot of stray dogs. If they are not clinging to me, that is awesome because they might be able to survive. the whole life on their own and i won't have to be responsible which i don't mind i don't mind being responsible for four dogs but then uh if they don't that will be just a bonus because i will be able to travel so how is sophia like like sophia do you have any memories you could share with us uh, you had with sophia um she got locked in my car once and she did it to uh, herself tread very carefully okay that's fine then <laughs> so how how much time did she spend inside and was the ac on oh the ac was cranked like we had just gotten back from a walk and i walked around the car to go get her and she put her paw on the door and the keys were still on so i was getting in <clears throat> Sorry, the keys were still in the ignition because I was getting ready to leave again, and I was just dropping her back off. And she put her paw on the door, and it locked. And and I had to call my dad to help get the car unlocked. Yeah, but uh, it's not like unlocked, uh, locked. She was still away from you, but not that far. She, you were still in her eyesight. Well, no, I was she, outside of the car, and she was inside, and she was the one who locked the damn door. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I don't think she panicked. German shepherds are known to be very composed. So. Yeah, um, she's just a sweetheart. She, um. <laughs> She'll listen. She comes to you. She, she's a love bug. So if you call her name and you like sit down, she'll come up to you and just start cuddling you and licking you and laying on her back trying to get belly rub. She's fucking adorable. My dogs are adorable. So what age did you get? Like what was your age when you got Sophia and how big is Sophia now? I'd say we got her a About we were living in my old house. That was five years okay. ago, and it was pretty recently after we moved in. So that was about ten. I'd say we'd had her had her about fifth, fourteen, fifteen years, somewhere around there. So she's pretty old. 
She is around five or six years old, right? Fourteen or fifteen years old. Fourteen or fifteen. That is a old dog, dude. Our dogs become much more wiser when they get old, more more than humans. Oh yeah. So fourteen years is a long time. So, I I am pretty sure there might be a mo- there might be moments with Sophia that even if twenty uh, years from now somebody asks you you're gonna remember and tell them about it. What are those moments like? Probably the time my other dog uh, Gage got attacked in our backyard and she was the one who alerted us. Like she is the guard dog? Well, no, she's a love bug. She 100% is a love bug. But um, we used to have this gated-in backyard that was connected to an alleyway. And Mm -hmm. um, the gate wasn't really good, so people could get in and out of it if they needed or they wanted. And someone had broke into our backyard, so our pit bull had started, like, barking and was protecting the house, protecting everyone. And he got hit the front of his leg, like, from his knee to his paw was just skinned to the bone. And so Sophia broke through the fence, ran around, and started scratching on the door to come get us, or for us to come in. And so we let her in, and then we unlocked the gate, and gate, and our my dog Gage came in, and he was bleeding. He had so much blood. <laughs> we called the cops. They, um, it came. She, he got a bite out of him, so I'm pretty sure they got DNA on him or on the person. And then they were just like, "There's really nothing we can do for the dog. Just bandage its legs up and get it to the vet in the morning." So that's what we did. That sounds like a horrible and rememberable, like memorable story. Like this is the moment where you are proud of the dog, but you are sad for them. Well, yeah, it, it wasn't Sophia who got hurt. It was Gage. Sophia was the one who warned us, but I'll always be proud that she came around knowing that the other dog was hurt and was like trying to get our attention. I'm really proud of Gage. I am too. May he rest in peace. May he rest in peace. Okay, let's move on to more sensitive topics, like more hard-hitting topics. Okay. So the very first thing which I'm the most interested about talking to you is LGBT. I knew this would come up. Exactly. That This is one of the best moments, I think is to talk about this because I am somebody who is not well exposed to this culture so I have somebody as a guest who is I might as well use this opportunity to learn more I mean if you got it use it am I right exactly alright so what do you want to know so what can you uh, okay so let's Start with your views on LGBT. What do you think uh, LGBT, the word itself, represents I, in this day, day and age? I believe that LGBT represents pride. Pride in being yourself. Pride in knowing who you are. 
and pride in being strong enough to present that to the world because that's what the LGBT is, is figuring out who you actually are and getting or letting yourself out there, being vulnerable for the world to see. That's what being LGBT is. Okay. So if somebody, for example, this is a hypothetical hypothetical situation, okay? Mm-hmm. I have a couple of those. Uh, if somebody is gay, this is a male we are talking about because you could relate to a male more. Okay? If a male is gay, he does not know it yet. He has gone through half of his life uh, thinking that he's straight and he realizes that he's gay and uh his parents he knows that is completely against it because indian parents are because i grew up in this culture i saw indian parents uh not changing their views very mm-hmm. so how would he convince well the first thing that i can say is if the person has gone like half of their life thinking that they're straight and they realize that they're gay they need to take time and work on it for themselves like being confident enough to say it to their friends to people that they know to even random strangers because once you start identifying yourself as that and you start getting courage behind that it is a lot easier to come out to your parents and now for the parent side of it it's more of how they were raised like if me i i was blessed enough to have a loving family who when i came out they were accepting but i know that's not how it is for a lot of people i know that there are some people who have been kicked out or who have straight up been abandoned by their families because of their sexuality or their gender identity or stuff like that but honestly it's it it really depends on how drilled into their their parents head that being lgbt is wrong being different is wrong like it, it really depends i couldn't say for indian culture itself because i haven't been exposed to most or to a lot of it like mainly all i know is from a couple of friends that i've had and tv that's all i really know about the culture but it really really just does depend on how drilled into your parents head it is that it's it's wrong okay so i have few friends who are gay and i had this conversation with them as well so they had a problem with their parents because I mean, they do come around eventually, but it's more like a forced and not like a accepted uh, situation. Mm-hmm. So how do you change that? <clears throat> well, oh, geez, this is, whew. Um, 
hard invite them to more things like they may be against it but invite them to pride invite them to lgbt related events like try to show them that you want that they want them in they want their parents in their lives and they want their parents to accept them because when parents see stuff like that it starts breaking down at them when they see their kids being happy they start thinking wow am i really the cause for them not being happy um am i contributing to their sorrows am i not being a good parent and that's all the stuff that starts breaking the parents down and that's why so many parents who were so hard against it cave is because they want in the end they want their children to be happy and so invite them to more things introduce them to more of the culture show them that it isn't just people prancing around in gay costumes and stuff like that show them that there is history behind lgbt and pride and the rainbow flag and everything show them that we have we are people who are repressed and we want to no longer be repressed because once you show them that they start to wear down and when they wear down they'll finally cave and be like look we may not agree on these but you are my kid and i love you and i'm gonna support you that sounds like a good way to go about this now i think this is a good time to part ways for today okay Uh, we we are going to we are we are going to continue this conversation but for the listeners this is going to be the end of part 1 we are going to continue this conversation and we'll start the part 2 uh, with the same topic we are, i have much more things we can talk about in this uh, uh, lgbt itself i have a few few situations that i would like to uh, to answer uh, experience and answer like what would he have done in that situation uh if you want if you enjoyed this come back on wednesday i'm going to upload this part 2 on wednesday and we'll start with where we left off all right if anybody wants to uh, talk to tales about anything where can we find you tales you can find me You can find all of my social media on my info page on Twitch at twitch.tv/talescarter. You can find my Instagram, my Twitter, my god, what else do I have on my Discord? Like if you're trying to get a hold of Discord and Twitter are your two best options because I am on one or the other. <laughs> at any given day. Okay. Okay so I'll leave the name of uh his socials like it's the same thing but I'm going to leave it in the title you can copy and use that to find him okay uh we'll meet you on Wednesday <laughs>